So I heard a funny joke on TikTok this week. It was an original joke from a guy who was filming a video with his mom, and he told a joke, and it was really funny. So I wanted to share it with you guys. Great. Oh so I hope it's not bones and groans level. No, <laughs> this is this is since I'm not doing bones and groans this episode, I'm going to share this with you guys. Rat bones. Uh, <laughs> so uh, there, in there's an ant colony. And the queen ant is throwing a party, and she's invited all the ants from the entire colony to come. And they all show up to party, but there's one ant that can't, uh, that can't, that doesn't show up. Can't go. Why can't she go? I don't know because why. Her, because her socks weren't clean. This is bones and groans love. What? <laughs> out there in radio land and welcome back to the nothing but nonsense podcast i am your host this week andrew joined by two other guys i found on the street hi the other doesn't talk much dawson's not gratifying oh, oh, that with sorry. response <laughs> <laughs> sorry i was uh i was speaking in sign language oh shoot oh my gosh nothing like sign language for a do you know sign language? I wish I knew sign language, honestly. I know the alphabet, that's it. I don't I know even know the alphabet. I know a couple swear words. Of course you do. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> they were taught to me by my brother. <laughs> well, he's not they deaf, so where'd he learn it from? Middle school. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I feel like every bad thing you know either comes out, either comes from just like randomly finding it on the internet... Or by some kid from middle school. Yeah, it's pretty accurate. <laughs> Sometimes high school as well, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I feel like everything I every every weird thing I know comes from uh, middle. So I can trace it probably back to middle school. I think most things I know just come from inter the internet because I don't know. I I retain information like a sponge, so I feel like most of it just comes from reading stuff on the internet. Speaking of the internet, oh, thank you for that. Thank you for the setup, Matthew. Yeah, you're welcome. I totally meant that. <laughs> I'm introducing a new, a new long-running segment, which I will continue to do from week to week as I as I can find uh, good content for the segment. But I'm introducing a new segment called "Plumbing the Internet." Oh boy. <laughs> Oh, what no. what involves what do you what involves plumbing the internet? Oh, dare, d d dare you say, uh, plumbing the internet is I will go on a part of the internet, a website of sorts. I will plumb the depths of it, not the depths. I'll do a I'll do some very very uh bare minimum research <laughs> just to find stuff that's sort of entertaining, and then I will bring it on the podcast and I will tell tell you guys about it, and then we discuss it. This will be undoubtedly. Dawson, an if ever, you're talking right an now, infinitely I can't running segment. Saying. I haven't talked. Oh, okay. Is you, I just still, you're... still speaking, still learning how to speak sign language over here. <laughs> I just kept seeing your thing pop up, and I was like, he's not saying anything. Are we going to have to restart now? 
He's just, yeah, he's just breathing really hard or something, and his mic's like barely picking it up. <sighs> oh my gosh! Oh god. <laughs> I'm gonna I breathe so hard on that mic that you can smell it in your car. Oh, my ears I'm vibrated. A, I'm gonna get a phone call from my mom about this. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Dawson does something gross, she calls me about it. Why? That's not gross, it's ASMR. She because call, it's gross. <laughs> she should call Dawson about it, not you. <laughs> She tells me about it. I, I work with her at the church. Hey, could you tell Dawson to stop burping into the microphone? <laughs> I think she gets more on me because I I edit, so I'm supposed to go back and edit it out. Does she have but, any idea um, how much work that would require? No, I don't think she does. <laughs> and now I'm going to get a phone call about this where I'm talking about her. So this, is becoming, this is becoming an increasingly meta conversation. We should move on. So we're we talking about Reddit. This week. <laughs> so Reddit is it is it is a self-defined homepage of the internet for those for our uninitiated fellows. I thought it was called the fellow. front page of the internet. I thought it was a homepage. It is could be home either page one. Or front page. I don't know. <clears throat> I Reddit. thought it was called bottom page. <laughs> the point gets across for whichever it is, <laughs> except so bottom on... page because that's not quite that's not quite right. <laughs> Let's see what does it say. Um, let's see. It is a fitting <laughs> name because I feel like you can find pretty much anything that exists on the internet, all types of people, yeah. all types of everything, just on the one website. So it kind of makes sense. It's a little pretentious, but it's accurate. It looks like they changed their sl- oh turn changed their slogan to dive into anything. Lame. So whatever, but okay, so. On Reddit, they have is is a big it's a website full of what are called subreddits, and subreddits are internet forums where you can go together and you can talk about literally anything. Mm-hmm. You can talk about movies, you can talk about televisions, you can talk about shows, you can talk about comics, you can talk about drawings. You want to talk about uh, uh, the MCU? They got stuff for that. You want to talk about the MCU theories? They got stuff for that. MCU spoilers, MCU news. Literally, like a broad topic of anything. You want to talk about Star Wars? You want to talk about Star Wars books? You want to talk about Star Wars comics? Literally anything. And so another facet they what have. What if I want to learn? A, if I want to learn how to cook a chocolate chip, it's probably in there. You could probably go on. There's probably a cookie subreddit that. Dawson, one thing. Go. One thing you oh, would I didn't enjoy. say cookie. I said chocolate chip. Just a chocolate chip. Learn how to cook one. Chocolate. Dawson, one <laughs> thing you would enjoy is that the Madden subreddit is literally. I'll oh, alternate people complaining. It is alternating <laughs> posts. One, uh, so there's two posts that you see. One of them is, "What is wrong with EA? Why is EA the worst? This game is awful." And the other is, "Look at these stupid physics on this play. How does this work? It shouldn't work like this." Oh yeah, I've seen the Madden. That's the, that I've is seen the entire the subreddit. It's great. That is all it is, and it's really funny. <laughs> so there is r slash uh, chocolate. So if you go in there and you go under the advice, if you post a question under there, under the advice slash request tab, you could probably get someone to inform you about how to cook a chocolate chip. Oh my gosh! So <laughs> another aspect, like I just said, you is the uh, community interaction part. So they have a bunch of different subreddits where people go on there and ask for advice. They have relationship advice. They have uh, one slash r slash confessions where people would just post anonymously thoughts of their minds r slash true off my chest where people post good and bad things on there. But um, 
One of my favorites is r slash am I uh, the a-hole. This is, a, this is a community engagement subreddit where you basically people post their stories online uh, with interactions in their daily life about, and they have to find out, and they're, sometimes they're confused about a situation where they encountered in their life about if they're the bad guy. So people could be issues with family members, issues at work, just stuff that they have that is just like so many different opinions from people in their normal life. So they go on the internet and get people who are completely disconnected from the situation and they get their advice from it. Am I the so, one actively in my villain arc? <laughs> there you go. So, like, it's insane. Sometimes they're just the nicest people who are just, like, so uh, afraid of all the people around them that have just been so mean to them that they're just, they don't know. And then you have people who, there's literally a, uh, a, a subreddit of this subreddit called Am I the Devil, where people post the stories <laughs> of people who are just the worst people in the world and they're oh just so gosh. terrible and so we're going to be so and to keep with our uh friendly friendly aesthetic on this podcast i'm going to be, re- be referring to uh the subreddit as furthermore as am i the jerk just to keep with just to just to keep the uh <laughs> our family friendly aesthetic so uh i but we're not going to start out with uh am i the jerk story tonight the first thing we're gonna start off with a uh a pretty famous one from uh, people who are involved with uh, these types of subreddits. Uh, this one, I think, was first originally posted on r slash uh, relationship advice. But the title of this is My Boyfriend Won't Stop Calling Me Tony Pizza. <laughs> so I, female 21, and my boyfriend, male 21, currently live together and have been together for about four months. To explain why we were living together at four months, Mark, we started out as roommates and started dating. I have to say my boyfriend has never been good at pet names. Some early ones are Little Stubster and Sour Meat. (laughs) One of my nicknames for him in comparison is Little Bird. Anyway, two weeks ago, he started calling me Tony Pizza. This doesn't even make any sense, and he uses it more often than my actual name. He's obsessed. It honestly bothers me that he can't even bother to find a somewhat nice nickname for me. I have had a couple conversations with him about it, but he says he just can't think of anything better. What do I do? Is this going to become a bigger problem, or should I even address it? I hate being Tony Pizza. She really paints guys, her. She really paints her boyfriend in the light of a guy who just can't take anything seriously. So, what do you guys think? Do you have any advice for the, for this for this user about how to get stop being called Tony Pizza? Okay, if the only nickname that she can come up with for him is Little Bird or whatever she said, then yeah, I don't really then I don't really see what she's going. Now, if she calls him other things as well, and that was just one that she gave as an example, um. That I, that makes more sense, but I, <laughs> Tony I'm gonna go pizza. on the I'm gonna go on the on the offensive and say I don't think either of them are very good at nicknames and should just no. use each other's real name. <laughs> Actually, yeah. I'm gonna say she's not very good at nicknames, and her boyfriend is spot on. She's, I mean, she's <laughs> just jealous of how good he is at coming up with nicknames. I mean, Tony Pizza. What That's a great nickname! Like he, I think he realized how not how well he hit it on the head. <laughs> Like, and how incredible of a nickname that is. I mean, Tony Pizza. Well, I, I don't guarantee think you, you better than that. I guarantee you, she's leaving out like a very important story 
where that nickname yeah. stemmed from because she knew if she shared yeah. it, everyone would side with him. Everyone uh, would side with him and say, that's a great nickname. What are you talking about? I don't have the comments for it, but I'm pretty sure everyone they said, like, you are so lucky. I wish I could be Tony Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> most, of them were just, most of them were just saying, hey, consider yourself lucky. Like, this is the greatest thing ever. Just be Tony yeah. Pizza. It's so incredible. She's, like, I don't think anyone gave only... her genuine advice about being yeah. Tony Pizza. She's the only one who gets to be called Tony Pizza I know. in a romantic way, I guess. I know. It's such unless a loving... someone is Unless someone out there owns a place called, like, Tony's Pizza, and they just make the world's best pizza. I want to say I want to say there actually was a Tony's Pizza that opened up in Ann Arbor, but I could be wrong. Like, Tony's Pizza sounds like it's a thing somewhere because Antonio's is definitely a thing. Like, Itali- it's very Italian sounding. Shorten yeah, it, sounds... Tony. You know. Yeah. So there's a big Tony's Pizza in Illinois. That's not Michigan. In Chicago, there's a uh, Tony with spelled with T O N I Pizza. And then That's what Tony's. I was thinking the spelling oh. was with like a pizza shop, but I feel like her nickname is a, with a Y. No, yeah, her name is T-O-N-Y, like abbreviation of Anthony. I, what I would say to her is she's lucky that, you know, they even are creative enough to come up with nicknames for each other because my only, my only nickname ability for the most part is just calling someone by their name but shorter, and that's about the extent of my creativity. <laughs> She's lucky she even has this, someone who has the ability to deal with nicknames. I hate nicknames. I hate <laughs> I hate abbreviated names. I don't like calling people by their abbreviated is names. That why, is that if why you, you re- insisted on calling me Matthew for so long? If you yeah, if you pay attention, I only call you Matthew for yeah, the most you do. part. Yeah. I I rarely most of my family calls my sister Abby, but I often refer to her as Abigail. You do. You're right. Being now that you friend, say, now that I'm hearing you say it, you definitely do. We have a friend who everyone calls Ari, but I always refer to her as Ariana. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I used to do that, and then I switched to Ari. Because I have I respect for people's God-given yeah. names. <laughs> 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 no, I just, I just, I can't do it when people like, unless I've only known somebody like that. Like if I, if you introduce yourself as me to me as like, oh, I met or Dawson for some psychotic reason went as Doss for his entire. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people do call me Doss. But, like, if that was, like, how I knew you for years and then yeah. found out your full name was Dawson, I'd be yeah. like, oh, well, i just call you Dawson. Because then calling you Dawson would feel, feel like calling someone Mr. Yeah. or Mrs. when sense. they're the same age as you. Yeah. So it's like, I can't, I see I can't you do people's in a, abbreviate names. see you in a whole new way, Andy. <laughs> Ew. I, there's some people who are just, like, I, I think I respect it more. If people ask me, I'll just say Andrew. But if they just say Andy, I don't even care. <laughs> like if, they, if they take the effort to like dive in, ask for my consent about a nickname, and just call me Andy or Drew, that's fine with me. Because then it's like you're asserting, you're basically asserting a dominance over I'm... me. I'm, fine <laughs> I'm actually gonna call you Tony Pizza now. Thank you. <laughs> all in all, I okay. think she's all in all, she's making a big deal out of nothing. I think we all seem to agree on that. Yeah. Okay, so moving on to our next one. I re- I read this guy to you guys a while ago, and I think it's my favorite story that uh, about people who are just so ignorant or what's the other? What's another word for ignorant? Not ignorant, but stupid, like, tone deaf. I don't know. I can't remember, but you you guys will know. Um, right, so. lacking of information. Am I the jerk for making our guests participate in our puppet themed wedding? Oh, you oh. have. 
I don't think you read this on the podcast, but I believe you read but this. I think I read it to just life. you guys. Yeah, so, please, please do read it. My fiance, 26 female, and I, 27 male, met at college. We were in our school's performing arts program and met in puppetry class. In the class, we designed our own puppets. Mine named Hatboy and my fiance's named Daisy. She's better with names. Probably give uh, the other girl's boyfriend some tips. Yeah. <laughs> were that, uh, were that, were what we initially used to talk to each other and flirt in class. We fell in love and it's, we've considered Hatboy and Daisy in love as well. Years after graduation, we still use Hatboy and Daisy both at home and at our local but fairly prominent theater where we perform puppet shows with high-end Muppet-style puppets. While planning our wedding, we realized we wanted Hatboy and Daisy to be part of the ceremony. They've been part of us since the beginning, and it just felt right. We also invited our entire troop of puppeteers from the theater and got the idea that we should have our wedding completely officiated by puppets and that our wedding party should would be made up of puppets and their closest puppeteer friends. We figured it would make incredible, for incredible pictures. Here's where we're not sure if we're the jerks or not. We're insisting that all of our guests also participate and use puppets. In lieu of gifts, we've asked each and everyone to purchase high-quality puppets, but not nearly the quality of professional puppets. Puppets to you uh, uh, to purchase puppets, uh, but not nearly the quality of professional puppets to use during our wedding. We took the guesswork out of it and out of it and directed them to several vendors, some of who offer some really cool options. Everyone could realistically expect to spend between $150 and $500, depending on the sort of details and whatnot they wanted. We also want everyone to wear their puppets during the entire wedding and reception. All puppets we're suggesting can be mounted on the and controlled by one hand. The puppets were meant to be guests at the wedding the same way all of our human guests are as well. Well, let's just say there's a lot of people not happy. Both of our parents, my wife's sister, and family members on both sides have complained that this is completely unreasonable. They're concerned about how are they going to eat and drink. How are they going to dance? You don't need hands to dance, so I don't know what where this complaint came from. Uh. We, of course, don't expect people to, be, to have their puppet on their hand while in the bathroom, but everywhere else. We'd really like to insist on it. We also made sure that the hors d'oeuvres... Uh, are all finger foods. There'll be plenty of cocktail tables so everyone can put their drinks down. And even made sure that all the food for ju- for dinner itself is portioned so they can eat in bite sizes with a fork and using it without having to use a knife. We really think it would make for a special day. We only get to do it once, and I think it'll be an event that all of our guests will remember for a lifetime. Oh, they we will a- remember, I'm sure. <laughs> We have a hard time believing that once they're there, they are, they wouldn't have a blast. So Reddit, are we the jerks for making for making what we think will be is a silly but harmless and re- reasonable request for our special day? Thanks for reading. Yes. Okay, before we go, yeah, I was gonna say, do you guys think they're the jerks? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. So as someone get, from the perspective of someone, I was gonna say, I want to get Dawson's perspective <laughs> as someone who's currently planning a wedding. They're psychotic. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's that's lunacy. Like, yes, the wedding day is about you, but it's almost just as much about your guests and making sure they have a good time as well, uh, because you're throwing a party. Uh, Like, you're celebrating, you know, the marriage of two people, yes, but 
you're also celebrating your relationships with everyone, right? Like, yeah. th- these are all the people that are closest to you in your life. Don't make them wear a puppet on their hand if they're not into puppets. <laughs> like, I think, I think you know, I, I like, about... I like, you know, Spider-Man and Star Wars, but I'm not going to make everyone, you know, walk around with a lightsaber or a full Spider-Man costume at my wedding. That's just, that's not how that works. Well, like, I guess I have a few things to return. <laughs> what if it's under my but clothes <laughs> if it's if it's under your clothes it's welcome and if it's something you want to do it's welcome but like no no it, it's it's well claire probably wouldn't want yeah claire would to object to it, it for yeah. sure well it's Actually, like those there, couples there's already were... been an incident where someone was gonna come in a costume oh. and we were like no yeah. no but i won't oh, go into yeah. the details say, that, that's all we, that's all we need to say about that but yeah, i know that, that story yeah. and that is quite interesting <laughs> um so yeah, it's like those couples that like are are Star Wars couples, and then they like walk into this the reception like holding a lightsaber. Imagine if the entire those couples demanded that the entire guest party buy a lightsaber, buy their own, which right. is also yeah. expensive on top of it. Like if you're doing that, puppets better be the only thing you're expecting the people to pay for. They are yeah. not giving you a wedding gift anymore. They said in well, lieu they did of say gifts, that. Lugas. Okay, that's I think good. the craziest that... part is the price point of one hundred and hundred to five hundred dollars for something. I'd that be these buying people... a dollar store bag, putting googly eyes, googly eyes on it, and saying, "Look at my puppet, isn't it lovely?" I'd have you a know, sock. What? What are they gonna do? Like, they're not gonna go around and. Well, actually, these might these people might go around and inspect every puppet, but all I'm all I'll say is they're probably not. Get, they probably didn't have. Because I'm assuming this wedding already happened or got canceled because they're both insane. <laughs> um, I'm assuming they only had their family show up to that because I, was I haven't just seen enough. That, I haven't seen an that's update just crazy as of yet about it. So plus, I, I plus, like, plus the extra like, step I, of wanting all of the guests to also like role play with their puppets as well. The it's like no, no one wants to do. Not only, a lot of people want to do that. The only instance where this moderately makes sense to me is if you grew up on the set of Sesame Street <laughs> and, and you, you had access crew. yeah and you had access to the like the set and you invited you know all the people you grew up with you know who who did all the puppetry and stuff and and whatever or, mm-hmm. or like the Muppet set, but like that—that's the only instance where that moderately makes sense and doesn't sound completely insane. Like, oh yeah. I, I'm not even gonna go into the, <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna really ask what they would do after the wedding with the puppets because that's a whole different boat. Like, mm-hmm. how like, deep does this? How 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 participate? How much participation do these puppets actually have? In their marriage, <laughs> yeah. Like, are the are these puppets going to have a say in raising their children? They did day? say they use them at home, right? Like, yeah, this seems that's, are, yeah. that's insane. They were saying that they're in love just as much as the puppets are in love, and that what is there's you know there's the honeymoon. <laughs> you know, I I can't even imagine that you know they're not taking. That they're they're probably taking the puppets with them wherever they go. Yeah, oh, for sure. And I don't even I don't even want to know what it's like. I mean, like even just from the aspect of going on a date or going out and about, or maybe even going to the beach. Oh, with they a puppet definitely want these puppets in hand, in public. They have. Yeah. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah. So 
I what did it, I say? This um, is a perfect example of taking something that's like kind of cute and fun as it is because it's how they met and everything, and just taking it like it. way too far, way yeah. too far. But this is very much like uh, <laughs> this is very much horror movie vibes, but like not <laughs> not ho- typical horror movie, but like comedy horror movie vibes. I was gonna say like you like it's it, like. It, <laughs> It's like you you met Claire basically through Matthew. So it's like, what if you brought Matthew along with on your entire uh, marriage? Throughout I, your entire I marriage, I don't think that's a great comparison. It's, I know it's a bad comparison, but it's just it's Josh. Like, well, what do you say, uh, Matt? R slash technically the truth would be a good place to put that. Uh, I was gonna say I as someone who's like in I'm into Star Wars and science fiction and anime and all this stuff. I don't have a lot of room to judge other people in their strange hobbies. But I feel 150% comfortable judging these people and their <laughs> terrible decisions. Like, these are terrible decisions. Yeah. Way to ostracize not only your family, but your closest friends as well. Like Dawson said, these are people who are you're close with. This isn't like a graduation party where you're just inviting whoever just to get money. These mm-hmm. are, this is like you have to pay for these people to show up and to eat these food. So you want these to be the people who are important to you. Way to ostracize all the people, for except for a few exclusive weirdos that work with you. Yeah. Like... It's insane. This, yeah, these that's people, nuts. Yeah, I've never seen they've anyone lost, so... They've lost their marbles. They they probably you know, need to see a specialist on their relationship with their puppet. Like, I've, I've, I've met a... It's they might bring the puppets. Level. They might bring the puppets yeah. to the... <laughs> I, oh, absolutely. They would. They'll probably... You know, it. <laughs> the first sessions was what... If they ever do that, the first sessions would absolutely be with the puppets because that's just... Uh, from... Mm-hmm. Gauging from the story and how these people sound, they're very much attached to the hip and associate their puppets as to being real people, which they are very much not. Look, I knew a lot of, I met a lot of like theater kids, musical theater specifically, when I was in college, because the engineering school, as I think I said on a previous episode, is on the same campus part of the campus as the art students and the theater students and the music students. So I met a lot of people that fall kind of under a similar umbrella to these people. I cannot picture a single one of them doing anything like this. Like, these these two people in this story have clearly just lost their grip on reality to, it, like, it, to like, a dangerous extent, almost. Yeah. Oh, people yeah, they're, are... like, a step further, and they then become a danger to themselves because they can't tell what's real and what's not real. Yeah, that, those people need some help. <laughs> There's, you could draw a line in the sand of over your hobbies and things you care about. Yeah, but I think this is a line that you should just erase. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like let the tide take like this I was line saying, away. Yep. Like I was saying earlier, I love Star Wars. I love Marvel. Love Spider Man. All the all those things. But I do not walk around acting like I've got the Force or like. I'm I not do. jumping off a building trying to swing to the other one like that. <laughs> That is unhealthy, and that's what they've done with the, these puppets. They've gone from hobby to thinking that all of a sudden they're a part of them. And well, I can understand it being like they work at a pup. They look, work at a puppet theater. It's mm-hmm. like being like, oh, our puppets are a relationship, and so they could be like married in like the shows and stuff. That's fine, but like to, to this extent, it's like it's it's too much. It's too much. So I would be lying, Jer- Dawson, if I said I haven't stuck my arm out hoping the force would somehow work before i've 
walked my day-to-day life just been like what if this worked and just stuck my arm out like that'd be fun we've all we've we've all all done that we've all gone to the automatic door we've all waved our our fingers and our hand in front of it and it's opened we've all done it before absolutely i I still do it so our full consensus is jerk yes not even a second not even a second guess not even a second guess. totally jerk so moving on to our next one Am I the jerk for scaring my sister-in-law with a cardboard cutout of The Rock? Oh, no. So, my <laughs> 32 female sister-in-law, 34, 43 female, is super nosy. Gosh, it the way, comes, they, the way they word these is so hard. To, <laughs> it's so hard to There's understand. just a lot of abbreviation. That yeah, just, there's a lot. And I also can't talk very well, so I've chosen a great, <laughs> I've chosen a great segment. <laughs> You're doing great, Andrew. You're doing great. It's come up before, but she's one of those people that will just deny something to get to the death and no matter how much proof they have and then get angry at you for not believing her. At my house, the guest bathroom is partially shared with the master bedroom. The toilet and sink are separate for guests and through the door you can get to the shower, our closets, and another sink. Then through an additional door to the bedroom. It makes, it make, if that makes any sense. Basically, you can get her to our bedroom through the bathroom without going through the main door. So, when she comes over, she would sometimes just take a bit too long in the bathroom. During maybe the third or fourth time, I happened to be walking by the bathroom and heard two doors close. I asked her if she was looking for something in the bedroom, and if I could help her find it. She replied, no, why would I go in your bedroom? And then change the subject. Very the next dodgy. Line, yeah. The next time she was going to come over, I set something small behind the door so I could see if it had been opened by the small item being pushed back. Later, I could see that it had been. So for me, confirming that she had been in the snooping, she had been in snooping again. I had asked directly if she'd been in our bedroom and said something like, "I don't care that what's in your bedroom. Get over yourself." So yesterday, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law came over, but before that, I ordered a full-size cutout of Dwayne Johnson, but I, which I placed in our bedroom facing the bathroom door. <laughs> About an hour into the visit, she heads into the bathroom. Very shortly after, there's a scream, a thud, and a door slam. She came out clearly angry. She's been, she's been, she'd been quite startled and slammed her upper arm into the door frame while turning away from the cutout. Brother-in-law made it worse by asking, well, why were you in the bedroom? She didn't answer and left. She posted on Facebook that she had a big bruise on her arm as a result of my nasty prank. Aww. People are saying that she's been, she could have been hurt worse and that she'd be too old to be the victim of a childish <laughs> prank. I feel badly that she was hurt, and it was my, my intent. It wasn't my intention, but I might be the jerk because I think it was still hilarious. <laughs> so, no. is she the jerk? No, she's not. Not at all. You could have. Yeah. Could you have done it in a less? <clears throat> it's not even. I don't even want to say the word aggressive because it wasn't really an aggressive prank at all. Her re- the only that was the own, very passive aggressive. The own woman's reaction was what the own woman's reaction was what hurt her in the first place. But yeah, the main yeah, issue yeah. here is don't go into someone else's bedroom. Exactly. What's wrong with don't you? Don't go into the bedroom. Yeah. There's your there's your solution. Uh-huh. I don't want to get scared. I don't want to slam my door my arm into the door frame. Don't go into the bedroom. Exactly. Case closed. It's over. Did I you ever find thing. out why she was going in there? She just she ever she just said did they ever find was, out what she She just said she was nosy and she's a snooper. Uh, that's no yeah because like i mean the bedroom like your bedroom is your personal space that's like the uh-huh. one that's like the one part of a house i never go to yeah like uh 
With my bedroom, I know where things are, like, to a T. Even if things are messy, I know if someone's been in my room based on things just being a little bit out of place. Uh, to the point where, like, I could go up to my brother when we were younger and I'd be like, were you in my room? And he'd be like, no. And I'm like, well, this is this was moved around. And I'm like, I... I know someone was in it, and then he'd be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I was, I was in your room looking, looking for like a T-shirt," and <clears throat> so like, it's such a personal spot and space that you can you pretty much know when someone's in there too. Um, yeah, because you see it yeah. a lot, and it's it's your space, and the fact that she <laughs> she was lying about it, even though he, you know, she was caught multiple times, it's just. Yeah, it's def definitely she's not the jerk. Or no. He's not the jerk. Yeah, definitely not in the wrong here. She deserves. Yeah. She a hundred percent deserves. I mean, that. and plus adding Dwayne the Rock Johnson into a prank is just comedy <laughs> gold. <laughs> she picked it's a just perfect like, cardboard cutout. It's just like <laughs> I, I just don't understand people who just feel such a sense of entitlement right. that they can feel they can say, "Oh, I was wronged in the mm -hmm. situation where they were committing an offense." Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They were committing a thing that they sh they've been doing. They were doing a thing they shouldn't have been doing. It wasn't like oh, people just sometimes. It's like a little mischief never hurt anybody. But it's like you were deliberately doing something, invading somebody else's personal space for the sake of your own ego and your own sense of yep. nosiness, entitlement. Yeah, entitlement. Like you feel like you you like she felt she was entitled to their to know their business. Yeah, exactly. Like, mm -hmm. There's nothing in that room that you need to know about. It's a married couple. Those two the. Oh, uh, the uh, the woman who posted the story and her husband. That's all that she. That's all who need to know that's going on in there. Doesn't mm -hmm. matter who else. Doesn't even matter. Their kids don't even know what happens in the room exactly. because it's not their business. It's their room. Mm -hmm. You invading their privacy. It's you're lucky that she didn't put like a bucket of water on top. Like she had every right. <laughs> yeah. Another she had great every idea. Right to, uh, that would have been the aggressive way. That yeah. would have been like the super aggressive way. But then that's also the same argument. You don't want a bucket of water hit on you. Don't go into the room. I yeah, love it's very there, simple. I love she that had her... two warnings. <laughs> True. Yeah, she had previous warnings, and she's obviously so. She's obviously noticed. Is the what the the sister in law is trying to gas like this woman into thinking? Oh, I'm not going in your room. You're crazy. It's like obviously you're going in the room. You know you're going in the room. You're mm -hmm. lying about it. What? Just stop. I love that her idea she came up with is, I'm going to lay a trap because I know that if she goes in the room, she's going to see this and freak out and I'll be able to tell. Like, she <laughs> yeah. knew this was, she knew this was going to work. That's my yeah. favorite part about this. It's just, it's... People are baffling, Ugh. man. I don't know. It's like, some people just honestly don't feel like they're in the wrong for anything they do. It's, it's truly beyond me. I yeah. don't get it. People are crazy. People it's are just... crazy. People be crazy. People be crazy. <laughs> okay, so consensus is no jerk. No jerk. No jerk. No jerk. Okay, no jerk. Deserve. So, moving on to our our next story, I felt like this was one Matthew might relate to a little, a little bit and somewhat. So this could be a few I different jerk? things. So I'm interested to see. Am where I this the goes. jerk for switching my non dairy uh, non dairy to dairy milk and inadvertently making my flatmate crap herself in an interview? <laughs> I'll give you. I'll give you guys a moment to settle. Oh my gosh! As, okay, as someone who, in the last calendar year or so, or not really, I guess, last two years, 
has taken part in so many interviews. I cannot imagine being the roommate in that situation and being in an interview and just feeling that happening, your system just turning in circles in your stomach and just knowing <laughs> what you needed to do. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So, I'm not lactose intolerant. I think it's safe to say they didn't get the job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not lactose intolerant. I buy hazelnut milk because I like to have hazelnut syrup in my coffee and adding hazelnut milk makes it even so more want, nutting. Ooh. You want to kill both Matt and myself, then. <laughs> this lady, this 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 poster has it out for both of you. Uh, uh, my flatmate is severely lactose intolerant, though, and has been drinking my milk ever since she moved in a few months ago. I don't have an issue sharing my with my my milk with her, but the issue is she drinks so much of it, so much of it all every. Oh my gosh, I'm just, this is terrible. Uh, she drinks so much of it all day, every day. And all I get is a single cup of coffee out of an entire carton. Sometimes she'll drink an entire carton before I even had a single drink. That's disgusting. And then she never replaces it or refunds me or even acknowledges that it wasn't hers to drink. At some point, she stopped buying her own milk, and I was having to buy new milk daily. I asked her many times why she was drinking my milk, and she said that if she does, she can just buy a new carton. And she would say sorry, and she'd just grab the first milk she saw, and she'd grab get me a new one, but just never would. She started getting annoyed when I brought it up and would say I am being overdramatic when I mentioned how much it was costing me. Jeez. Last week, I got sick of it and decided to go back to drinking dairy milk, thinking that she's severely lactose intolerant. She would stop and buy her own milk. I thought wrong. The dairy milk <laughs> is clearly labeled. It is a bright red label on it and says cow's milk, but she still helped herself. Unfortunately, the day she decided to drink the dairy milk was the day she had a new job interview. And the effects <laughs> the dairy lace coffee she took with her kicked in and as she was in the middle of it and didn't make it in time, she came home absolutely furious. And oh, my gosh. Wait, no, I... no. That was an in-person interview. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I assume, I assumed, it was digital. I assumed time. it was a Zoom interview or something. Oh, no. Nope. In person. Oh. She came home absolutely furious and laid into me about how I ruined her life, how this job was an opportunity she needed. And I destroyed it for her by being selfish, being a selfish jerk, and that I did it deliberately because I thought I was too uptight to share my milk. Here are the reasons why my fat, flatmate thinks I am wrong. I knew she was lactose intolerant, and no, and, and so knew if she drank, drank my milk, she would get violently ill. So by switching the dairy milk when I knew she was drinking my milk and might potentially drink it again, I was putting her at risk. She also said that sharing milk isn't a big deal and that I'm selfish. She thinks I was overreacting and being cruel for just the sake of it, and I should have spoken to her about instead of secretly changing milks. She's threatened to report me to the police, but I don't think she has a leg to stand on. <laughs> Regardless, she's making my first flat she's making our flat very uncomfortable to live in. She's taken my leftovers from the fridge and opened up my milk and let her left it to ruin. Leaves all her mess everywhere for me to clean up and has misplaced documents of mine. Jeez. Am I the jerk? No, it was an accident. No. <clears throat> as someone with, as someone who has a dairy allergy, and we've, I've discussed a similar point on the podcast multiple times. I take it upon myself to make sure I don't consume dairy, and whether that's it, whether that's at home, at restaurants, at someone else's house, at social gatherings in general, like. That's your responsibility as the person with the allergy. Right. I've never gotten yeah. I've never gotten mad at a restaurant for me for 
me in taking dairy on accident because I didn't ask or something like that. That's not the restaurant's mm-hmm. fault. That's my fault because I didn't ask mm-hmm. about it. And that's why I'm so deliberate about it now. So I mean, as both of you have severe allergies, you've both t- I've seen multiple times. Like Matthew, obviously, with your uh, cheeseless pizza oh, yeah. at, at several uh, gatherings, and then uh-huh. Dawson, I've seen you several times just like go up to go up to stuff and start reading the back of the uh, box of the ingredients yeah, of the uh, thing. It's, so it's like it's just, you guys are actively taking it upon yourself mm-hmm. to uh, every time. It doesn't matter if he, if you're like so sure. If there's even an instance of you guys being unsure, I've seen you go and check the stuff yeah. to see if. Uh, yeah. <laughs> to see if the the ingredient that would kill you or subvert, should cause a bad reaction uh, is in, included in this thing, and mm-hmm. then uh, go about eating it or not. So it's, this person, it's just it's second another nature. case of entitled. It's like a second. It's like we've also yeah. seen another case, like the previous story, another case of entitlement yep. of a person. So to her, this person, I I just tell you, learn how to read. Yeah, right. How do yeah. you not? How do you not notice the milk change? It says cow milk. Mm-hmm. It's a different carton. You're yeah. an idiot. Yeah, if if I if I were eating if I were eating something or drinking something, and then all of a sudden I noticed that the thing that I drink is a different brand or something, I would a notice it, and b with my allergy, I would take extra note and make sure that this new thing yeah. wouldn't affect me. Like I don't know. I can tell. I don't know what went through a roommate's head. <clears throat> I can tell if I'm allergic to something based on the smell most of the time, or based on the look. Mm-hmm. Like. You learn, you adapt. She was just lazy and inconsiderate, mm-hmm. and I, I'm gonna take a guess and say she was probably a, a slob and a pig. Probably, yeah. she, she, she cons- already said she's leaving her mess around. Yeah. yeah, she wasn't taking care of you know like her her stuff. Uh, she's intentionally ruining her flatmates' stuff now, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and. She's very greedy in the way she portions and stuff. Like, you have someone else living with you, take half at most. Like, that's yeah. the rightful thing to do, the most considerate thing to do, especially because you're not paying for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like she's just freeloading uh, <laughs> off of, <laughs> you know, just a little thing, even like milk. So it's it's her own fault that she crapped her pants at an interview <laughs> she doesn't deserve yeah. to have that job anyway because she's clearly irresponsible and doesn't know how to i know you know it doesn't know how to actually live an adult life so yeah find another yeah. job you probably I've... weren't gonna get that one anyway mm-hmm. yeah i've been in apartment living for a long time now ever since i moved out for college and i've lived with multiple roommates <laughs> never in my life did i think of eating some eating drinking or partaking in somebody's uh else's stuff whether it be uh whether it be food in the fridge or toiletries i would never think to uh just use that stuff without asking Mm -hmm. like it just didn't cross my mind it's like someone who's so selfish and entitled in this person and it's like not even just like oh taking like a glass or putting it in her coffee and being like oh i'm sorry i just didn't think about it and being like oh my bad and then moving on from that no she's going so as far as to drinking the entire carton of milk and it's like are you insane Mm -hmm. like you're a crazy person like you are literally a crazy person because yeah i i couldn't imagine someone like this being so entitled Mm -hmm. i have i have like i have this is an unfounded uh accusation so take it with a grain of salt (laughs) i have my my first roommate I am convinced to this day that she, she, her sister had come off. Her, her, her family lived 
relatively close to where we were living. And so her sister would come over often. And then sometimes they, if she came over late, she would spend the night. And so I'm convinced on the days I would go out of town, she would let her sister sleep in my bed. I have found several oh, different no. things to, uh. the, uh, to, to, to support several different pieces of evidence to support this, that there was, there were instances. You should have put a slept. Dwayne, the rock Johnson in your bed. <laughs> I put a lock on, I put a lock on the door and, like I put legit put a lock on my door and that was it. And so it was just like, because I was you just have taking all the sheets off. I well the thing was I was taking I would when I would go home with me I'd take everything with me and uh, use my comforter at home and then wash my sheets. And so it was like mm-hmm. it was just I just convinced that there were several times. Oh, that's awful. And she had and she had two cats that would often come in my room and it was pretty annoying. But yeah, it's like <laughs> that's when you open up the window and say you're free. Go. <laughs> <laughs> they become outdoor cats suddenly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> suddenly and very. And your, your roommate comes back. Where are my cats? I don't know. They, they someone left the window or the door open. I guess <laughs> it was a daily occurrence. I would wake up for school and I would have to be at school at like I'd have to be at school at eight a.m. So I'd wake up at like seven o'clock to go to go take a shower and everything. And it would be a daily occurrence where I'd be like, I'd look, I open, I crack my door just a little bit, look for the cats shut it real quickly, go take a shower, come back, open my door, and then the cats would immediately dart in. And then I'd have to go and then I'd have to go find them and uh get them out of there because I would constantly cuz sometimes I would just be like screw it. It's Probably tear up your room. These are not my they wouldn't tear up anything. They were actually pretty decent. Oh, that's behaved, good. That's behaved good. cats. So they wouldn't like go to the bathroom anywhere or tear anything up. But they would just do this every morning and be like I have to go. I don't I don't have time to deal with this. So I would, uh, sometimes I would just shut the door and leave. And then I'd get text from him, like, hey, make sure to let the cats out of your room before you go. And it would happen over and over again. It was just like, <laughs> these are not my problem. Right, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I can relate to a crazy, not crazy, but like, not so uh, considerate roommate situation. Yeah, my roommate was really good with, like, asking about, like, my stuff. Like, every, like I would buy plethoras of cans of pop. And there were, I always had boxes and boxes of like mm-hmm. fruit gushers and various fruit snacks in the, in the cupboard or whatever. And never once did he ever take any of those things without asking me. Even when I told him like, yeah, dude, you can just, as long, like, as long as you don't take a lot, you can take anything you want. Go ahead. He still would ask yeah. me like every single time because there's like a mutual respect between roommates. Cause he's a good person. Exactly. <laughs> like there's a respect between roommates that the things that you didn't buy are not yours. Like, that's just a basic, basic, basic decency. <laughs> so I have looked up... Uh, so obviously, I think this story play, takes place in the UK because they've used the term flat. Yeah. yeah. So I looked up uh, hazelnut brand milk in the in the UK and to see what they look like. So to look at them... They do. They both of the both the cow's milk and the hazelnut milk. If these are the right brands, I think they're the same. Uh, yeah. So they are both green in color. So I could say it'd be an easy mistake hmm. for the for her to make if she was being being as ignorant and selfish and self centered as she was being. I, I don't think it's uh, far fetched to didn't think she, say, she Didn't she make. say the label was bright red? Different... She said it was bread. I thought she said the the cow's there milk, also the be a cow's different milk label was bread. Uh, six, uh, I bought yeah. the dairy milk is clearly labeled and a bright red label. Okay, so that's even yeah. bigger. That's yeah. even more on the uh, roommates. Right. 
plus there's probably a difference in taste, you know? Well, if you mix it, it in your coffee, it might be harder to detect, but yeah. Well, sh- well I mean, if you have, uh, like, the same coffee every day, I, I feel like you'd notice something's off, you know, with that batch. Oh, this one tastes I think, a little I, different, you know? I think we're just dealing with someone so stuck up and uh, focused on themselves. Oh yeah, they don't. They yeah. they just don't. They just couldn't comprehend. Well, they weren't really. Their, fo- they weren't really focused all enough about on them. themselves because they weren't really looking out for their own food sensitivities. So they weren't not looking out for on themselves, themselves too much. And then they were. Su- they weren't focused on themselves, and then they were suddenly very focused on themselves. <laughs> very very, a very quickly. particular part of themselves. <laughs> she took brown nosing to a whole new level. Ew. <laughs> I think it's the fun. I think the funny thing is she says that she uh, she poisoned her. She's, she's saying that she poisoned her. That is that poisoned. is a choice of words. <laughs> so. All right, so yeah, I don't. I, you can't. I can't reasonably blame the person because it's not like she even set her set her up or anything. She just bought different milk, and her roommate was too yeah. stupid to notice. She just assumed. It yeah, would, like they say, never assume. But I mean, with someone who who has an allergy. I like you guys. Literally, you guys never go, assume. Ever. You literally walk in if your you life. If you assume, you die. Mm-hmm. You walk your life in a sen- with a sense of reasonable fear. About okay, <laughs> the few so times that. I've had allergy attacks, I've had people double check the stuff before I ate it to even just double check that I was gonna, you know, be okay to eat it, and then ultimately mm-hmm. still had the reaction because it was like cooked in in a certain way. But like, yeah. <laughs> There are so yeah. many different. There are so many precautions. Or if you, you just don't. Take. Or if, if I get a, if I even get like a very generic answer from someone like I don't think so. Nope, I don't. I don't touch it. Oh yeah, it's I not don't worth trust it. potlucks now. Well, yeah, after your one, after your one incident. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not out of line with saying this. That it's not everyone else's responsibility to care for your. No, oh, I'd say I'd eat. say in like a household of like with siblings and stuff. Maybe that it, there is an extent of like caring like with your immediate family but like with yeah. strange with per- she said she's only been living with this uh, other girl for a few months mm-hmm. so i'd say they're based they're ve- basically strangers in a sense yeah so i would think it's safe to say that strangers aren't entirely responsible for your uh your illness no definitely not yeah i i eat a general rule i eat before i go anywhere because I just mm-hmm. always assume there won't be food for me there. Because there are so many instances where it happens, and it doesn't bother me. I don't care. I don't expect people yeah. to carry to cater to me. It's nice when they do, but I don't expect it. But I always make yeah. sure I eat beforehand, so that way I've got food in my system that I can run off for the rest of the day or whatever. Yeah. Okay, so no jerk? No jerk. No mm-hmm. jerk. Her flatmate is a jerk, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Massive absolutely. jerk. <laughs> Total jerk. Okay, so... Next one. Am I the jerk for kirk- for kirking for kicking a server out of my wedding? I, twenty five female. Oh, this husband, is this is going to be an interesting one. Got married last Friday. We planned our dream wedding down to our dream catering company. Company. The wedding. Okay, wait. Was pause. 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 You have a dream catering company. That's I don't know, excessive. Man. Yeah. That must, Boston, who's that... your who's your dream catering company? <laughs> Piata. The one that comes with the venue. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. The wedding was beautiful. After the pictures, my the pictures we headed to our cocktail hour, and that's when I saw her. My guests were all told to wear dark colors, so my husband and I stood out. I also asked my guests to wear minimal makeup. I assume this applied to the staff as well. Oh, the server. Oh, 19, 
19-ish female, had on clearly too much eyeliner. She also had diamond studs in her ear, ear, a flashy ring, and one of those ugly nose studs. The staff uniform was black, long-sleeved shirts, but on her, it was low-cut, and her pants were far too tight. This was super disrespecting. She was walking around serving drinks and talking to my guests. I asked a member of her staff to speak to their boss. When the boss came out and I pointed out the server and asked that she be dealt with because she was super distracting, the boss apologized and called the server back into the kitchen. Not even an hour later, the server was back out serving food for dinner. I called the boss over again and asked that the server could work in the back room or go home. Her boss said they were short-staffed tonight and she would see what what could be done. After a couple hours of not seeing, I saw the server again behind the bar i called the boss out one last time and told her if that if the server didn't leave i would be calling the cops and the boss finally returned relented calling the the cops my husband and mother-in-law said my husband and mother-in-law said i was acting crazy and i probably got a poor college kid fired over nothing my mother and maid of honor said it's my wedding so i can do as i please oh there's the problem she's got two enablers it's my wedding, and I don't want someone overshining me, and the servers should know she's at work and not to dress up so much. Yeah. I do feel kind of bad because she was pretty young. Am I the jerk? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. How ugly was this bride? Oof. <laughs> <laughs> That's my question. Because if she's like, no one can wear makeup, no one can wear bright colors, she's clearly... no one can have tight jeans and look curvy and have earrings and have anything that m- makes them moderately you know, attractive looking, you all have to be ugly because I want to be the prettiest person in the room instead of, like, lifting herself up in terms of her makeup and hair and all that. She had to bring everyone else down after doing that. How ugly was his bride? She clearly has a lot of insecurities at the very <laughs> yeah. least. Or how ugly least. did she see herself as, you know? Yeah, like, right. Clearly, she's very ugly on the inside because she... Yeah. She's mm-hmm. very inconsiderate towards young uh, people who are just trying to do their job. And I can already tell you another thing. There's no way that this groom was just going along with it either. Right, <laughs> like, yeah. This is... the, get that marriage <laughs> annulled quickly, because you know that what that marriage is going to be rough. Yep. If he already yeah. is disagreeing, if he's disagreeing with her about this, then I, I can't say that this is going to be a fun uh, ride for you I mean, for the next I, forever. <laughs> I get you know, stressful situations, bridezillas, all that fun. Yeah, somebody called Tokyo because we got a bridezilla yeah. on our hands. <laughs> but this takes that to like a whole new level. Like this is excessive and super insecure. She, and, I, I, I like that she requested just, the put, fact that I like that she requested that either she be put in the back or f- sent home completely. So and she took the the boss or whatever told her we're short-staffed and she didn't care so then they put her behind the bar where she would only interact with like a few people and also wouldn't be near the bride to like draw attention away from her either if that was her big and concern. she like sought and, her out and she still took issue with it like that's excessive mm-hmm. you know she was on the hunt she was on the hunt she was looking for her. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely she was eagle-eyed she wasn't enjoying her own wedding because she was too eagle-eyed looking for this poor 19 year old girl who was just trying to do her job. I would say, I guarantee you the 19-year-old was doing literally nothing to, like, just literally draw job. attention. She was just There's doing no, normal stuff. 
Yeah. There's no way that the girl lost her job either, because I'm sure the no. management was like, yeah. yeah, that bride was absolutely psychotic. Yeah, I would hope hopefully so. Hopefully she had a good The, well, the fact that the maid boss. of honor... Yeah. I hope so. And the fact that the maid of honor and the mother were like, it's your day. That's what I was, that's okay. what I was saying when Andrew was reading it. Like, I'm like, the problem is she's got two enablers around her that yeah. are like encouraging this behavior. That's bad. She's got two uh, sidekicks. Exactly. I get that to a point. Yeah, it's your day, but it's not your day at the expense of other people. You, there, you still have to be like reasonable and be a decent. You still have human to be being. a human being. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I just noticed a theme with all these with all these stories. I did not plan this, nor did I think about it. These are most of these are all wedding themes. A lot of drama happens at weddings. Mm-hmm. But like, That's literally, sure. I don't even know how this happened. But I didn't <laughs> do this consciously. I just collected some of the some, some of my. Uh, I'm just waiting for the, I like a lot. the story after my wedding is going to be. Yeah, this this one usher, he wouldn't stop sitting people outside, even though everyone was supposed to be sat inside. <laughs> am, am I the am I the jerk for uh, for making <laughs> him just not do his job as an usher anymore? Am I the jerk for letting my <laughs> letting my uh, bride kill my usher in the middle of the <laughs> Just the image of that is so funny. Just an usher leading people outside, sitting them down, and just chairs facing the street or something. Like that feels like a, like a it feels like Arrested Development. Curb your enthusiasm or always sunny in Philadelphia type type of shenanigans. Like an impractical jokers bit or something. Exactly. Too. Exactly. Joe. Okay, Joe. Just yeah. sit them outside and then never come back. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, oh, welcome, boy. welcome. We're gonna take you right back outside. <laughs> Don't worry, the, the lobby's just just for people to wait for me to take them back out. Oh, Joe, this person came back inside. Can't have that. Got to take them back outside. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Andrew, Andrew. Needless to say, don't do that. <laughs> I ain't gonna cross that off my list. <laughs> I think the thing that going back to your point about how so many of them are about weddings, though, the problem is weddings, emotions are riding high, and people have, like, as we saw mm-hmm. with the last one in particular, there are some people who think, like, pretty much whatever the bride says goes, which is, like, yeah. true to an extent. And then there, yeah. are other, there are other people who are, like, you know, grounded in reality. And they're like, well, you still have to be, like, an actually reasonable person. You can't make, like, outrageous claims and expect everyone to just go along with it because that's not that's not right. You know, you're looking at, it's like Dasa was saying, it's not like, yes, it's your day as the bride and to an extent the groom as well, of course, because you're getting married. But then, like, you're mm-hmm. also you also have to make sure that, you know, the guests are also having a good time. That's that's also very important, because if the guests aren't having yeah. a good time, guess what? No one's going to look back on that wedding fondly. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There are, there are certainly weddings that I've experienced where I'm like, OK, um, yeah, that could have gone better. Like, <laughs> there yeah. are moments, you know. Oh, yeah. 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 Like if, if you don't treat your guests right and you don't make it fun for. Yeah. Or try your best to make it fun for everyone. They're not going to leave the wedding being like, wow, I had fun. That was great. You know, let, let's, I can't wait, you know, to, you know, talk about this for years to come or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah. And so event you want memorable for good reasons, not bad ones. Exactly. Not for bad ones. And yeah. we've got a lot of weddings coming up because we're all, you know, we're all getting to around that age where us and our friends are all like, 
you know, or at less so, less so us because only one of us is getting married. But I was gonna say mostly <laughs> just my friends. Mostly our friends are like all getting to the age and getting to the point where they're getting married. So we're gonna have like a ton of weddings in the next like five to ten years, probably like an absurd amount. It's it's about mm-hmm. to be it's yeah. about to be ludicrous how many weddings we're about to go to, and I am praying none of them go like some of the ones you've talked about today. <laughs> I'm gonna oh, say, that I feel would like, be crazy. Yeah, I feel like we most of our friends are sane enough not to have a crazy wedding. Yeah, yeah. I would. Yeah, I would agree. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, jerk. Yeah, I was kind Cold of. Jerk. I was. I was actually Absolutely. not. Sh- I wasn't a hundred percent sure initially, but then as you kept going through the story, yeah, it became a definitive yes. It still got yeah. to nineteen feet. Nineteen female. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said. As soon as you said. We didn't want them to wear much makeup at all. I'm, I'm like, like, yep, mm, this person's this in the wrong. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. a horrible mentality. Yeah. All right. So, uh, and also, what was the groom wearing? If they're supposed to stand out wearing the lighter colors, was he wearing a full white tux? Like, that's oh, what I want to know. Yeah, probably. I could take a guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I would imagine. On to our, onto our second to last story. So, am I the jerk for refusing to give my cousin-in-law my Taylor Swift? tickets i oh no not the taylor swift tickets (laughs) i 17 female recently got taylor swift tickets for her eras tour now as you probably know it was very difficult to get these tickets and i actually waited five plus hours in the Ticketmaster queue to get them i love taylor swift since i was two years old my cousin john 29 male recently got married to his wife jane 27 female and i attended the wedding with my parents at the wedding, another cousin of mine asked me whether I not I got tickets, and I excitedly said yes. John overheard and pulled me aside and asked if there was any chance I'd be willing to give my ticket to his wife, as she also tried to get tickets but didn't manage to get any. I said that I had waited a long time to get my ticket and that I didn't want to give it up because, as, she, as he knows, I love Taylor Swift and I'm really excited about going to this concert with my friends. He seemed disappointed but ultimately walked away. I went back to my table and thought nothing of it. Then, John and Jane had their first dance, which was to Taylor Swift's Lover. At the end of the dance, he got the microphone and told everyone at the wedding that I had so kindly decided to give my give Jane my Taylor Swift ticket as a wedding what gift. What the crap? Jane started crying and said I was the best cousin ever and that I made her wedding day ten times better. I stood there in shock and asked if I could speak to her in private, but she brushed me off. I tried to talk to John, too, but he ignored me. My whole family kept coming up to me and saying how mature I was for giving my ticket to Jane and how it was a perfect way to welcome her to the family. I told them that I had never said I would give, I'd give her my ticket and I was planning to keep on keeping it and going with my friends like I had originally planned. Word got back to John and Jane and got back to John and Jane and they actually, and, okay, got back to John and Jane actually started sobbing, saying it was selfish for her not, selfish for not giving her my ticket and that since I didn't get her wedding, get her a wedding gift, the least I could do was give her my ticket. I stood my ground and said that I did not owe her anything. John then said that I've already seen one of Taylor Swift's concerts before and said Jane hasn't, so it's only fair that I give her my ticket. I said that I understood that and it was really frustrating to wait in the queue only to get back, only not to get tickets, but it wasn't my job to make sure Jane did and it wasn't, and that if they were patient, the scalper prices might go down and the show might be able to get by the show and she might be able to get snag the tickets then 
John screamed at me to leave and said I'd ruined the wedding. Some of my family has been messaging saying I'm a selfish jerk for ruining Jane's wedding. I should have waited until after the wedding to tell her that I wasn't giving her my ticket. Others, including my parents, agree that I had no obligation to give my ticket. I hate conflict, though, and the part of me wonders whether I should have just let her have my ticket. So no. am I the What jerk? is wrong not, with people? Not at all. What the heck? Why did okay? What now I'm at, now now I'm mad. I these were these were fun. I'm pissed now. This is yeah. this is the this is the stupidest the stupidest thing people I've ever heard in my so life. So entitled to things that are not like that. That's just horrible. Like he, like I don't. She didn't offer it up. Yeah, exactly. And then to like mm. try to embarrass her and like bully her essentially into giving it to him yeah. by announcing it at the. It's like, what is wrong with you? It's a twenty. It's a twenty-nine year old man bullying a seventeen-year-old girl who is a no big kidding. Taylor Swift fan as it is. I okay. So I have a similar and thing it is, to this because like it is a shame though too. Sorry, it is a shame that no one. You know, like in her family, stood up for her. Yeah, why is no one signing that with her? moment? Like well, her parents, it, it, uh, she said some others, and her parents are on her side. Okay, that's after good, the fact. But like well, in the moment, they should have. I don't yeah, think they should have. said that. Um, they said that he took her. John took her aside privately after mm. he heard about the tickets and asked her, and he said the no. Sketchy, she said sketchy no. little sketchy dude. Yeah, and then in the, then he announced it, and then everyone kept coming up to her and saying that, and then the whole scene, whole scene played out, and then they left, and I think then the parents said that they were on our side. So I think the whole thing happened very quickly, yeah. And then uh, they, then they decided, then the parents found out, and then we're on our side. I don't think they were parents were against her initially. I think it was just the whole I, thing happened very quickly, and then I genuinely the sides were drawn. hope, genuinely hope that her family and those around her stood up for her after that. And like fought her battle for her because that is not her fault. She shouldn't have to defend that because it's not her doing. She, she has didn't nothing instigate to defend. That. Speaking she of has which. nothing to defend. She can go. She spent the money. She's seventeen. She probably worked hard for that money to get those mm -hmm. tickets. It's horrible. Like if you're twenty nine, act your age. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, so speaking of which, there is a, they should not be parents yet that's for sure yeah there is there is an update so she did update after the fact about what has happened since this post uh oh so the update goes i listened to you guys and told my parents the severity of some of the messages i've received from from some of the people on the side of my family and they're ticked they didn't realize how bad it was until they saw them and my dad reached out to john and said that he was out of line and that he's disappointed that his own nephew would do something like this to his daughter my mom told my aunt and uncle that unless I get an apology, their entire branch of the family, which were the main people who are giving me a hard time, would be uninvited to our annual Christmas party we were hosting at our house this good. year. Good. John didn't really say anything back except that he wouldn't apologize for trying to do right by his wife. Jane, on the other hand, did end up getting tickets for face value. Ticketmaster sent him a way for some fans who didn't get tickets to be able to request two tickets to the show and they were not able to get Jane ended up getting two tickets to post on Facebook with no mention of what happened at the wedding. I hope since Jane got the tickets, she's over it now. John is very stubborn and can't seem to ever admit that when he's in the wrong. So I doubt I can fix that relationship, which honestly makes me sad. I really don't want there to be any bad blood between us. Well, that's <laughs> bad <it>. blood. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she did that on purpose. Probably. <laughs> That's uh, thanks for again for everyone for being. Uh, it's been one of the most difficult situations I've ever found myself in, and we would have no idea how to navigate this without you all. So, 
that's another positive thing with Reddit is that some people who are just confused and caught in a crazy scenario with psycho yeah. psychotic family members. And they it's can just good go to have an outside and, perspective. Yeah. For sure. It's really ridiculous. And a lot of these are internet. I would encourage uh, people, our listeners, and even you guys, to go on there and just see. Like, there's a lot of fun stuff. There's um, entitled, entitled uh, parents. There's entitled people. There's uh, if you're into like people getting come, people getting their comeuppance. There's uh, petty revenge, pro revenge, mm-hmm. and if you're into people who are psychotic, destroying other people's lives who have wronged them in some way. There's nuclear revenge. Oh gosh! Wow, what a niche. <laughs> And some of those pr- stories are pretty crazy. So oh, I bet. I've okay. I, so uh, backtracking a little bit, I've been. I was in a situation. Not. I wasn't in a situation like that at all. But she mentioned that's like waiting in the queue for hours and getting the tickets yeah. or whatever. I did that a couple years ago because we, had, my dad and I, so the March Madness annual college basketball tournament um, was. It was the 2021 March Madness tournament, so it was post COVID enough that it was happening, but it wasn't. Um, they were only allowing 50% capacity at stadiums still, which was really stupid. But um, to, in order to try and, like, quote-unquote, contain all of it, they had all of the games being played in Indianapolis. So my dad and I, because that's like a, I don't know, six-hour drive maybe from here. So it wasn't... So my dad and I were like, oh, that'd be fun. We should go to that. So then we, you know, did the research, figured out how to get in the queue, Got in the queue, waited. It wasn't five hours, but it was a it was a decent amount of time. We had to sit in that queue and oh, wait. Man. And then once you're in the queue, you gotta like pretty. Once you like get the right to go, you gotta like be ready to pick the ones you want to go to and whatever. Which there wasn't a lot of decisions to be made because the games hadn't actually been announced yet. So we were yeah. just blindly buying tickets and hoping for good games. <laughs> but um, we did get pretty lucky. We got some good ones. But the um. But if like someone were to come to me and say, "Hey, can I have those March Madness tickets?" I'd be like, "No, I sat in the queue. I figured out how to get in the queue. I paid my money for these mm-hmm. tickets. No, you can't just you can't just mooch off of my work, yeah. my quote unquote work. Yeah, I use I use the term even... work loosely, but the yeah. work that I did to get these tickets, like no, yeah, you spent time trying to get them, so exactly. it's a whole thing. And the audacity to not even like, oh, can I buy those tickets and then give them to my wife as a wedding? And she just asked him to give them. Just like right, so, yeah, exactly. So full of yourself and so stuck up. This like I feel like this entire the entire like uh, theme of these stories have been an entitlement of these people. Mm-hmm. That Going back so to our old episode roots, our old episode <laughs> roots, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, these people. If we need a mascot of entitlement, they'd that. have a they'd yeah. have the pick. They'd have the pick of the litter with all these people. <laughs> so that was let's see, mascot was like episode fourteen, ten, ten, yeah, ten. Um, Flash of the past. Gosh, that was yeah, a while ago. It's just shameless plug. Yeah, it's like not <laughs> even like not even like a shameless compromise. plug for our own podcast. <laughs> shameless plug. Oh, that's perfect. But yeah, people people are crazy. People are I crazy. Say, I think that's safe to say. People are crazy. That one that <laughs> one made me the most mad. I'm I actually got ticked listening. Oh yeah, listening to you describe because that that's scenario. Just bullying. That's awful. Yeah, it's just, especially considering it's this girl is literally seventeen. Like. There's what a twelve-year difference. Yeah. She's a child. She's a child. She's a. T- she's a. She child. is a minor. Is it like grown literally. adult bullying a child? This is grown adult bullying a child. Yep, that's that's so it is what it is. Like I, I, I call them how I see them. This I'm glad the adult. situation seemed to kind of work out in her favor. I'm glad yeah. her parents are on her side. I'm glad she kept the oh, tickets yeah. at the end of the day and all of that. Mm-hmm. I hope she had a yeah. good time at the concert if it happened already. Yeah. This is pretty much like it's the good. It's the good ending because there's a. I've seen a lot of stories where. 
people are just like their their partners or their uh, parents or siblings are just completely against them, and it's like it's just insane to see that some oh, people yeah. who are just like. And they're in a bad situation, and then they're just completely on their own because yeah, people are just awful. crazy. The internet so. is not great, and if you ask for advice on the internet, you may not always get good answers. But it's nice to see a situation where you know it seems it seems that the people generally the consensus was clearly it clearly was actually trying to help this girl out of this situation. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So okay. So not the jerk. Definitely. No. Not even close. No. Oh yeah. No. This poor girl. Poor girl. So yeah, John. John was the jerk. Oh, John. I'd go. I'd go. John was the jerk, and Jane. Jane, Jane to was a, Jane to a lesser extent, yeah. but still. She kind of. She, she kind of ended up. up. She kind of got looped into John's scheme. It wasn't. Yeah. I don't think the whole thing was her idea, based on the description. Oh, but this I is mean, one of those rare examples of a groomzilla. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like. But she did. A, but he also said that she posted on when she got the t- in the update. She talked about she got the tickets. And po- and talked about talked about how she got the tickets and posted the up in the update, but she didn't post on she posted on Facebook and didn't apologize like she or she didn't like reach out to her privately and say hey I'm sorry yeah, about this should happen I got yeah. caught up in the moment mm-hmm. these both so, I say she's not the jerk but John was the jerk is the super jerk for absolutely asking, but she didn't but really do much either so she, did, she didn't dis- end up she didn't dissuade the situation oh, at the same time any means. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I sincerely hope Jane's tickets weren't next to her. <laughs> oh, gosh. That would be an awful situation. Yeah. yeah. Oh, hey, you did make it. Yeah, no thanks yeah. to you. <laughs> All right. Now for our final story, which is final wedding story. Is it also wedding <laughs> is themed? Is it really it another is wedding? wedding? Bro. <laughs> like I said, I you're giving me. You're giving me so much hope. I was gonna say you're just stressing Dawson out. <laughs> well, I'd say, well, here, well, everything that happens in this story. I was gonna say it's all the bride and groom. I am not worried about that. That's uh, true. Everything that happens in this story, don't do it in your regular story. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> like, don't do it in your race. Don't do it in real life. Don't, don't do it. it. Uh, don't take these as a lesson. Yeah, Andrew, I fully expect you to give me Taylor Swift tickets. To buy Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> Actively I don't even. Right. I, I, the funny thing is, Claire doesn't even like going to concerts, and neither of us like enjoy listening to Taylor Swift. Really, so I think concerts are just a little bit overrated. They're fun, but I think they're, they're fun. Are, but there's not much reason to spend that much. To I think there are better things and better, thi- but there are better things to do in general, and better things you could spend that much money on too. I think there are better yeah. artists to go see. Hot take. Hot take. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Our, our final story. Am I the jerk for calling my best friend dumb for marrying for love? What? Okay, this is this could have a couple different directions, so I do want to hear this. This is so, an interesting start, though. I, twenty-seven female, am in a very stable relationship with my fiance, twenty-nine, fi- my fiance, twenty-nine female, for around four years, and we are planning to get engaged eventually and then marry. My best friend Chrissy, fake name, also twenty-seven female, has been with her fake own fiance. Fiam- there's a lot of people. There's a lot of people, and a lot of these stories you'll hear people saying fake name because they just I should don't hope want to so, dox I guess, their people. Yeah, don't want to. T- Anonymity is important. And also the people who, also sometimes the people who the story's about will find them if you use their real name, and then they'll yeah, know it's I'm immediately sure. about you. But um, so uh, has also been with her fiance since they were twenty. 
which uh, the fian- the people getting married are 27 at the time. Okay. They also got engaged this year, and it was kind of weird how long it took for them. Uh, weird how long it took for him to propose, since he seemed to be financially stable and all. Throughout the years, I asked Chrissy why her fiance hadn't proposed yet, and she kept insisting it wasn't the right time, but she'd never say the reason why, just that it wasn't the right time. Eventually, he proposed at the beginning of 2022, and they're planning their wedding for next year. They decided to plan an engagement party during the summertime because due to the busy schedule, they couldn't do it uh, do it earlier. So their engagement party was this past Saturday, and her fiancé made a speech dedicated to her and mentioned pretty much the reasons they didn't get engaged sooner, and I couldn't help but pity my friend. So the reasons were that he didn't have a stable job for the first few years of their relationship and only jumped from positions to positions, from Walmart to Target, etc. He hadn't finished his degree yet, so he had to get, he had no higher education. He got his degree in 2019 and only then was able to get a proper job. He bragged that he also th- he bragged and also thanked in quote the lady put thanked in quotation marks Chrissy for never giving up on him and growing with him and how they helped each other from their amazing person form their amazing personalities and achievements and how no matter what the future holds he'll never forget etc. My fiance and I felt some type of way about it. For some friend, some friends of mine and Chrissy agreed how Chrissy basically stayed with a broke man and waited seven years, and we don't think that's something to praiseworthy but pityworthy. As friend, friends, we decided to explain to her our perspectives and how we think it was ridiculous that she had almost to re- she had almost reached thirty to move on with her life, uh, life with that man when someone else could provide what she needed much sooner. Chrissy also said always said that she wanted marriage and kids, but it's sad that she had to wait this long for a man that had to get his act together and she didn't know her and she didn't know her worth. She said she loves him and his amazing partner and wouldn't break up with him over uh, misfortunes and what matters is love is they love each other. I told her it's dumb that how she's marrying for love and not stability and how she's basically wasted herself for love and how the first issue should be raised that she's working that he, that they for, <laughs> and how the first issue should be raised when he was working at Walmart and Target back to back. She called us materialistic and classist, and she said she doesn't care if she struggles financially as long as she struggles with the right person who will value her emotion and listen. She said we are miserable people who will find no happiness in life and are very shallow. Oh could, I be the, could we be the jerks for criticizing her this way? Oh boy. This this is the this oh. is probably the only like one where I'm just slightly hesitant to answer one way or the other. So really? I, I'm trying to understand the conversation at the end. Uh they were confronting Chrissy about like So he so in his speech he talked about how when they first got together he was finishing school and mm-hmm. he was didn't have like a stable job. He was really he was just working at Meyer and Walmart and just basically retail jobs back to back to pay for school and to get himself through. Mm-hmm. So he didn't feel like it was the right time to get engaged yet. And it wasn't only it wasn't until twenty nineteen that he finally graduated from school and was able to get the job he went to school for and had a stable income and felt comfortable uh proposing and then getting and having the wedding and everything. And so at the end, the people who her quote unquote friends giving to her and saying that she wasted her time with this for a guy who didn't have his life mm-hmm. together and wasted so much of her time and they've been together for seven years and uh wasted so much time 
and how she really wanted kids. Okay. And he didn't have his act together, and she didn't know her worth. Okay, <laughs> I definitely didn't process that fully. Yeah, they're jerks. Yeah, I was going to say, direct, yeah. I was gonna say, the directions of the conversation got lost for me, like yeah. who was saying what. But, uh, no, I, I'm i fully on Chrissy's side because that's exactly my boat. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, when I first sounds read to the story, me, it sounds I to totally me like, thought of you. It sounds to me like she found a very fina- a very responsible guy who knew his limits and knew that mm-hmm. he knew yeah. not to get married. Like that's a guy who knows money and knows how to budget and yep. things like that. That's a yeah. smart man. If you rush into it, you're not setting up your marriage for success and that's a very common thing nowadays. Like mm-hmm. yeah, sure, you have love, you have each other, but you're going to cause a lot more stress because you're financially unstable and yeah, I'd rather like so I, Claire and I got together when we were teenagers and very clearly we were not ready for marriage when we were in our teens because neither of us had, you know, good jobs. Uh, we weren't done with school. I waited to propose to Claire until a month after, or like I waited to get the ring until a month after I got my, uh, like career job after graduating. Mm-hmm. And then I proposed like four months after that. And are still not done with school, but we're waiting until she's done with school to get married because I don't want to be a distraction to her right. when she's in school. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like cause more stress because neither like because one of us wasn't ready and the other was. And yeah. like to, to each their own, you're able to do whatever you want when it comes to your life and your love life. And you don't have to be worried about funding your life, but, basically funding your life while trying. Dawson also didn't, to Dawson didn't want to have to worry about Claire getting mad at him for burping really loud while she's studying for an exam. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing is like, if I'm not in school and she's in school, like I'm, you know, a distraction because I might want to just hang out and do stuff because, you know, at that point we're married and, you know, like we're husband and wife and we get to hang out all day or whatever. And, uh, she's doing schoolwork then i all of a sudden feel you know maybe like i'm either distracting her or i'm a, you know maybe not having as much company as i'd like you know being married or whatever and it just creates contention and i there are certainly couples that do it and have done that and you know have been fine i was like sometimes sometimes it works but if you don't think it'll be good for own. you then yeah it's to each their own and like yeah, so don't, someone feels don't ostracize someone yeah. for for waiting a little bit longer and i mean that's something that people have almost gotten on me and claire for it's like well why have you waited so long to get married i'm like and i always respond i want to be set up for success because people like, that i want my mind your I want business my, People, yeah, that, I want people that ask questions like that irritate me. People that ask questions yeah. like that bother me so much. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, I've, I've seen couples get married within a year. And then I've also yeah. seen couples who've dated almost as long as Claire and I have or a little bit longer. At this point, there's not many that have dated longer that I know of <laughs> because we're coming up on six years. But, uh, you know, I and that's. You know, like, I, I still feel very close yeah. to Claire. We are very much, you know, in love with each other for... Sorry, Andrew, to get sappy on you. But, uh, but you know, it, it's it's a relationship. It goes both ways. It wasn't yeah. just Chrissy in that story. Uh, and it wasn't just, you know, her fiancé in that story. Yeah, They're communicating and saying their timeline on what they want. If she wanted to be engaged earlier, they probably had that conversation. 
And if she didn't, that's probably why they're in that boat, you know, where the they two, waited. The two of them, <clears throat> see, the two, they seem to be genuinely in love with each other, which is maybe the most important thing, in addition to <clears throat> being financially and emotionally and responsible in other ways as well. But, you know, just they seem to have a very firm grip on what needs to be done and in mm -hmm. terms of, like, setting themselves up, like you said. And they also seem to love each other, so I don't really see what her friend's problem is. <laughs> Forcing, you know, forcing people to get married just for the sake of, you know, like getting married and transitioning into that because of love and all that. that That's just being in love with the idea of marriage and not with the yeah. idea of the relationship itself. And mm -hmm. it's more important. It's more important for two people to feel ready going into marriage than it is to just feel pressure from other people to get get married. I it's it's a very uh <laughs> very relevant topic i guess for yeah, me. yeah. Um, it's like people it and it's funny and this is probably one of my biggest pet peeves when it comes to people so if you're listening to this take notes because i don't want to hear these questions um <laughs> shut up but uh when people don't know how to start a conversation it's always uh, and you're in a relationship at any point uh, well when you're single it even starts when you're single, it's when are you gonna get a girlfriend? Uh, then yep. when I've been trying you're, when you exactly. <laughs> <laughs> then when you're dating I'm working on it. <laughs> and when you're dating, it's when you gonna pop the question. I got that question for years. And now that I'm engaged, it's when you gonna get married. That one's an easier one because I can just tell them a date and it, uh, it's nice and simple. But then <laughs> it moves on to like, cause I know people who are in this boat now, like who are just married. Then it's when you're going to have a kid. <laughs> right. And then you have a kid and it's when you're going to have another one, you know, <laughs> like again, another kid. And it's like when you're going <laughs> to die. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like it's, they're very personal questions and it's, it's not, like how do you go from not knowing how to have small talk to starting off with like the most blatant and you know in your face question that that there could be and it's very personal uh, just go from and like, not hi, everyone just... has the answer to all these questions it's like you know could you literally ask me anything else yeah. <laughs> and i'm i'm fine with people asking me those questions after maybe we've talked for a little bit but don't let that be the first thing you ask me like <laughs> If you don't know when I'm getting married, like at that point, you're you know, obviously not that important. You're, you're not in the loop, you know, exactly. <laughs> and that shouldn't be the first thing you're asking me. Get in the loop first, you know, talk to me, <laughs> get to know me. And then you can be like, when's your wedding? A person. I'm not just <laughs> yeah. my wife or my marriage or my children. Yeah. I'm a person. Ask me the questions. I feel like the, the friends. I think the... <laughs> Sorry, exactly. I think the worst one is when people ask you when you're going to have a kid, especially if they don't know you. <laughs> Just say never that, or right so now. That's so personable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, you yeah, know, but... we're not the ones having the kid. You're having the kid. Congratulations. <laughs> we're stealing your child. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, I feel like her friends, quote unquote, I'm adding big air quotations to this. Her friends came to this came to this the idea of this came into this conversation being first of all very like tone deaf over the situation. Yeah, Absolutely. really. 
basically insulting her fiance, her fiance, soon to be husband, yeah. mm-hmm. over uh, over the situation. And then I think they're also coming in like I don't think they waited for seven years and then never talked about it once. I don't think it was like oh. When is he gonna pop the question? Will he ever pop the question? Is this ever? I think they probably had a conversation in the seven years they were together yeah. about if they had planned <laughs> to be together for a long time. I think they probably had a conversation. I think Chrissy was probably well aware of the situation that was going on. Yeah. And it was probably understand it. Probably wasn't communicating all the intricate details of her life to her very snobbish, uh, uh, stuck-up friends. Yeah, exactly. Like bold, bold statement here. Chrissy and her fiance are more prepared for marriage than her friend is because her friend says she's like, she starts off the post by saying, "I'm in a very stable relationship with my fiance." If you cool. have to clarify Congrats, that, you're yes. probably not in a stable relationship. Most people, well, if you're, yeah, sure, you're stable, yeah. but it doesn't. So, sure, your finance is stable. But are you emotionally stable? Yeah. Are you? If you have to clarify you... something like that before anyone, you know, before anything else, then so how's your day going? You know, we're very stable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's. But crazy. I, yeah, I think uh, you know, just the fact that Chrissy's fiance was saying, like, you know, we've stuck together side by side. Yeah, we've had our ups and downs. It's a pretty normal conversation. Yeah, I say like, the fact the fact that you hear that and take issue with it is a little puzzling to me. It? That's a pretty normal thing to say out of like an engagement party, being like, "Hey, yeah. we've stuck together through thick and thin. We've grown together. We've become the people we are here together today, and I love that about you and us. And that's great." And, and people that... are like, "Hmm, this so seems I'm... like a place where I should put my nose in and my two cents in where it wasn't." Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah, I that's hope. a very emotionally mature statement that the guy made and then a very emotionally immature response that her friend had uh i feel like her friend to that i feel like i really hope she just uh just cut these people out like i seriously hope so like that would be i I hope that they're not standing in their wedding at that point because basically because she basically just recommended you don't get married after Mm -hmm. all that seven years don't get married he's not the one Mm-hmm. Where were you six, six years ago? You know, <laughs> to insult her fiance like that—it's just insane. Yeah, you waited till the engagement party to speak up and say you have issues with the guy, and it's maybe just because you're insecure with your own relationship and the the fact that someone else found happiness uh, through a different route kind of annoys you. <laughs> like, I'm gonna say if she wasn't on the level, she didn't know all this stuff about Chrissy in the first place, and she was just making all these assumptions about them being not being together for so long, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, I don't think these people are as close as the, as the poster thinks. I don't think the I, poster she probably yeah. thinks she's close a really close as friend. They think. I don't That's think they're a good close observation. at all. Mm-hmm. And I think she's like, I think she's going to drop them like a bad habit. Like seriously. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> not even think twice about it either. She's going to be like, all right, yeah, no, I'm just not going to talk to you anymore. Uh, I, I feel like she should. Do you think anything, do you think Andrew she's going to sit them down and have a conversation with them like that video you sent Dawson and I the other day? Yeah, I sent them uh, to our listeners. I sent them look it up. You can look up a, a TikTok about breaking up a friendship, and it's probably the I don't most think I ever watched co- it, dude. <laughs> dude, you when we stop when we finish recording, you have to watch it. It's insane. It's literally the most psychotic thing I've ever heard. There's like yeah. she talks about in the video this lady. She I, she thinks she, I think she thinks she thinks. She's giving genuine advice. She thinks she's she brilliant. Said, 
Yeah, she says like, "Oh, I don't have the capacity to invest in our relationship. I've really enjoyed our time together, but I don't think we can do this anymore." It's like, uh, I I think I said I'd rather somebody like physically assault me than say this <laughs> say this to me. I would rather so someone bad, come bad. up and slap me right across my face with no explanation. Don't say a word to me. Walk away and just never talk to me again. I would accept that better than being yeah. sat down and spoken to like I'm a child. Exactly. <laughs> so, on that note, I'd like to thank you all for joining us on this first inaugural uh, episode of Plumbing the Internet. Boy, this edition. is gonna this is gonna be an endless supply of content if you continue doing this. Yes, I like. <laughs> I wanted. This is gonna be my 2023 segment, and I will see see how far this goes. I already have a few things planned out that I want to do in the future, so we'll see how those ones go. We'll nice. definitely be revisiting Reddit and probably some more different... We'll probably be revisiting Reddit, but in a different... Uh, we won't be just doing Am I the Jerk the whole time. We'll probably maybe do uh, the Entitled parent, Parents Pro Revenge or maybe even uh, Relationship Advice. Or you could, or we could definitely... Or we could venture into like some people's wild and crazy... like. There's a lot of movie theories that you can find on there and stuff, there you go. too. There'd be some yeah, interesting so ones you could pull from that. We could just do plumbing Reddit. That could just be a whole segment by itself, but we'll definitely revisit. I have a few other websites I want to check out and bring you, and bring you guys. So thank you so much for joining us on this episode and this inaugural segment of Plumbing the Internet. Uh, if you want to follow us on social media and get updates on all those brand new episodes and anything fun we're doing, uh, follow us at the.nbn.podcast on Instagram and at the official pod, uh, Nothing But Nonsense podcast page on Facebook. Make sure to follow us on your podcatcher of choice. Give us a five-star review if possible. That's always fun to see and fun to read. And uh, subscribe to us on the podcatcher of choice. We're available everywhere. Pretty much everywhere at this point. If you if you have an iPhone, we're on Apple. If you have a Samsung, we're on Google. If you have Spotify, we're on Spotify. We're we're everywhere. If you can't find us, I don't know how you're listening to this. So, <laughs> th- congrats, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but uh, thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Uh, bye bye. Later, y'all. Bye bye. Bye bye.